Act to Live is sponsored by 3C Digital Media Network, LLC. Connect, communicate, and collaborate. That is the 3C way at 3CDigitalMediaNetwork.com. On this episode of Act to Live, we explore the power of optimism and how we are hardwired to be optimistic and how optimism may not be exactly what you thought it was. So come on, let's take a walk. Hello, Jamie. Hello, 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 hello. We are back. We are. Happy November. Happy. No- it is November. Holy shnikes. It's November. Know, right? How did that happen already? Well, see, that's the interesting thing. I have this year to me seems like the slowest and then quickest year in a lot of ways. It's a, it's a very strange, I don't know, time is weird. Slow, slow, quick, quick, slow. Hey, that's a a dance. Is that like a um, cha-cha, a merengue? Slow, slow, quick, quick, slow, slow, quick, quick. <laughs> I taught that in like um, school, in college. Really? I was a ballroom dance TA. Thank you, thank you. Yes, I was. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, I was not in that class and probably would never be <laughs> you would have been fine don't worry i got oh, your back <laughs> thanks you're welcome i um i don't have a lot of rhythm <laughs> it's just dance uh, okay well i don't have a lot of rhythm so we'll put dancing behind us and i do have a question for you though i like questions i know all right random question that i thought of the other day are you a glass half full or a glass half empty kind of I like, person? Oh, I like this. I like a full glass of like milk or wine or, you know, cider. <laughs> okay. Okay. I kind of thought that about you. Oh, are you asking? Oh, I I, I understand. <laughs> I get it now. Sorry. I was like, I like a full glass. So that I, I mean, I do too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd like it to be full and then I'll drink it until it's gone and then it's empty. But I guess right. I'm thinking, you know, that whole adage about how you view the world. Are you more of an optimistic soul or are you hanging out at the pessimistic end? <laughs> oh, well, that's... That's a great question. Well, I think to answer that, I would probably say I'm probably optimistic about several things, but not all the time. Um, And I think sometimes I can possibly lean towards being a pessimist. Um, But again, it isn't all the time. It kind of ebbs and flows with... I guess the topic or the situation or time, you know, too. And also possibly like where I'm at mentally. I feel like I can never trip you up with my questions. Really? (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, okay. So I thought of this question and I was kind of thinking about this idea of optimism and pessimism. And I feel like a lot of times when people are talking about this, it's like that person is optimistic. That person is pessimistic. And in a way, I feel like it gives this idea that you're either one or the other. Mm-hmm. However, just like you were mentioning, I don't know, I feel like it's a spectrum. And perhaps it's not a character trait necessarily, but how you view the situation you're in at that time. Ooh. I guess I've I've never really thought of it in that way before, but I like the idea of it being a spectrum, um, having a a range to it. And I guess I've never thought of it like that before. I know that growing up, um, I was probably more of a pessimist um, about about more things. Um, but I think as I've kind of practiced, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to see different sides and angles on things. I, I think I've kind of learned to be more optimistic. Yeah. So I read this article because I've been kind of interested in this idea of optimism and how we view the world. And Dr. Elizabeth Hooper She has this article called Looking on the Bright Side, The Science of Optimism. She talks about the idea that optimism doesn't mean that we're denying or avoiding negative events. Instead, it's more of a mindset that we can cultivate that empowers us to cope with the challenges we're being faced with. Really? Yeah, which is totally different, to be honest, from, I think, just what I've thought that optimism is or has been for a while. (laughs) So she said it's a mindset that, 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 that we can um, cultivate that empowers us to cope Is that right? So she talks about how really optimism has a lot to do with the way that one copes with challenges. So she talks about this idea that people that tend to have maybe more of that optimistic mindset, they do what's called or they practice what's called approach coping. So I'm in a really challenging situation. And instead of feeling like it's happening to me, and I have nothing that I can do about it, I'm actively involved in making changes, Mm. taking that challenging situation perhaps and learning from it or taking that challenging situation and making some direct changes so that it's not so challenging. Approach coping? Yeah. I like that phrase, approach coping. Well, and then on the other end of the spectrum, I guess, she talks about people who, again, maybe have more of that pessimistic mindset. They tend to, and this is not an all or nothing, obviously, but they tend to practice more of this avoidance coping. So it's kind of like, can't do anything about it. I'm just going to sit here and wallow and 
it's more of that victim card, I guess. Like things suck. Nothing I am going to do can make any changes to it. So here I am hanging out. Avoidance coping. You know, I, and again, I've I've never thought about it in these terms. I, I guess I always um, thought that if you're an optimist, that that you think more like positive, and if you're a pessimist, um, that you um, think more negative. But I I love the idea that if you're being optimistic about anything, it's how you are approaching that thing and right. act and and that involves um taking some sort of action or or like 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 doing something doing right and being more flexible i mean i'm not gonna lie <laughs> when i read this i was kind of like whoo like i <laughs> i felt that like a weight was lifted off my shoulders because i think i had the same perspective or viewpoint that you did of gosh, an optimist is someone who, you know, always sees flowers and butterflies and thinks everything's perfect. And I I don't think that a lot of the time. And so it was just like, I can still have this optimistic mindset and recognize that there's challenges. I can still have this optimistic mindset and struggle and be in a bad place it's more of what do I do with that situation that I'm in? Wow. Now, yeah. now did, uh, did Dr. Hooper, um, have any like, um, um, studies or anything like that to, to kind of, um, explain these things a little bit more? She- she did. Yeah. So she did a little bit of research with college students hmm. and also it's new fun moms. age right there. And moms. Oh, I know, right? Moms. I'm like, there you oh. go. <laughs> I was in one of these roles not too long ago and I'm in one of these roles right now. There you go. So she looked at you know college students who tended to have more of an optimistic mindset at the beginning of the school year tended to be less stressed out and less upset at the end of the semester. And I think a lot of what she talked about with that is, yes, they struggled. Yes, they failed. Yes, they had challenges. Again, if we think about that flexibility in mindset, they saw those times of difficulty as temporary, not something that was going to last forever. Hmm. So it's, it's not only how they approached the start of a like, um, school year or or so, but how, how they possibly, uh, approached and um, reacted to things as they, um, popped up too. Exactly. Well, and it it's similar for the new moms, those who had more of that optimistic mindset before giving birth, 
had less um, rates of postpartum after. And I think in a way it's, it's similar of knowing this is going to be an awesome experience. It's going to change my life and (laughs) something that changes your life. I mean, that can bring with it a lot of challenges. I mean, now you're keeping a little human alive and that little human's going to have wants and needs and (laughs) personality traits that may push you a little bit. And so again, maybe thinking about it's okay to have these challenges. It's okay that I don't know everything. Maybe what we're doing with that more flexible mindset is giving ourselves a break. Oh, see, that makes sense. So part of being optimistic or, or that um, process, because it, it, it sounds like what, what um, it sounds like um, what, what we have learned here is that optimism is a process, a spectrum, um, and a mindset. And part of that is actually, um, learning how to like create more, um, create more flexibility, Mm -hmm. um, and how we, react and approach the things and that that then helps us cope and manage ourselves yeah and that makes me okay kind of a tangent i think very related though okay this conversation is making me think about like a story or a situation i had with my mom when (laughs) i was a senior in high school So, you know, you're a senior in high school, you're thinking about college and it's just like, oh yeah, you know, college has, you're looking at college through rose colored glasses. It's a super exciting new thing in the future. And everyone's talking about it because you're ready to grow up and you're over high school and all that kind of stuff. And so I remember that I would be talking about conversations I was having with friends, (laughs) with my mom, and she (laughs) would say things like, well, you know, sometimes you're going to be really homesick and sometimes it's going to be really stressful and there's a lot of responsibility. And I remember thinking, gosh, mom, you're like a buzzkill. Like (laughs) everything I talk about, it's just like, boom, boom, you know, like talking to Eeyore or something. And she was like, I'm just telling you, you know, it's my job to prepare you. I just want you to know like what you're walking into. And I was like, okay, okay, whatever, whatever, you know? And then I went away to school and, you know, it wasn't always super fun and easy. And I found myself being homesick and I found myself struggling at times and being stressed out and not knowing what to do. And what's interesting about that though, is I expected those things to happen. I expected to have challenges. I expected to have really strong emotions and really unhelpful thoughts. And because of that, I feel like I wasn't taken by surprise. 
And I was a little bit more prepared and I did call my mom up and thank her and tell her that she was right. <laughs> Gotta love mom. I did. Yep. And I remember talking with her after my first semester and she made a comment about, gosh, your transition to college seemed to go a lot better than I think, you know, she and my dad expected and reflecting on that a little bit. I wonder if it was because thanks mom. I had more of this like realistic mindset and maybe realism is the gray of that spectrum. That's like between optimism and pessimism, right? Like we go into a situation and we try to see the full gamut of experiences that can happen, the emotions that might come up, the thoughts, all of that. And we're more prepared. And so when we struggle, we don't beat ourselves up as much. We say, okay, I'm struggling and I have options and I have support and I have things I can do about it. I don't know. I don't even know if that related, but that's where my mind went. <laughs> no, no. Well, okay. Several things. First of all, there's a, a lot to unpack with that. Um, Always with me. Right. One. Oh, thank you um, for that. I, I love hearing like stories about um, stories about stories about your mom. Um, you know, I I wish I knew her. Um, I know. But I, I, wish so. I love these because if there's like something that all of them have in common is her honesty. Um, <laughs> You know, yeah. which is fantastic, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the second point, um, and you actually had said this too, is is this idea of being real, and that involves yeah. being honest, and maybe that's a large part of being optimistic, and it's possibly not totally about you know like thinking everything is going to be great and fine and wonderful and you know that but it's possible that being more optimistic is actually involving honesty and being real at the same time and that and that helps you then approach things and react mm -hmm. And flexibility. So, right. So that honesty, that realness, you know, is I, I think a large factor in optimism. And here's my like last idea. You mentioned Eeyore. Eeyore is probably like like one of my favorite um favorite like characters ever because he's like oh i lost my tail again <laughs> oh well my house fell down all the sticks are everywhere i guess i gotta build it again <laughs> and what's so awesome about eeyore and 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 you um had said this too you know, he was and is very real about everything. 
it's it's a really really good point you know it's all what's happening to him at that moment and and he's always like oh i gotta do this now you know and he's right you know he lost his tail with it yeah he's gonna find it right exactly he goes i lost my tail again i guess i gotta (laughs) find it and you're like oh my god that's 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 exactly it um so i I love this idea that optimism involves being real and being honest yeah and i mean it makes me think i bet if you asked people you know who's a super optimistic cartoon character or something i don't really know one's not coming to my mind but if you ask them who a pessimistic cartoon character is i mean eeyore would probably be the one that people list the most and i think you touched on a good point is that he maybe is much more of a realist like he's just kind of stating what's going on and usually he does something about it Hmm. eeyore now here's what's interesting interesting folks all of you and Jamie, um, <laughs> it, um, it's time to get a little bit nerdy. And as we all know, nerds rule the world. We need a sub-segment, Neuroscience with Scott. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes, Neuroscience with Scott. Yes, we're going to talk like this from now on because this is the smart voice. Yes. Um, is that the smart voice now? Oh. Um, I could do an English accent. That's Okay. <laughs> You're all full of voices today. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll just do it. So in the brain. What? B. Scott. (laughs) No, he's no fun. (laughs) (laughs) So optimism or is actually, um, um, it's been like found to be in our brain. So it's a certain part of our brain and it's, and it's, it's the RACC. Um, and I won't um, explain the entire like name of it, but R-A-C-C. Okay, um, I'll take your word on that one. Yeah. And in an article by, by um, Dr. Jordan Gaines, Lewis, and Brian um, Babel, which is a great name, by the way, Brian Babel. Ooh, I like the alliteration. Lots of bees there. It's Don't you? Say. Yeah, it's fun uh, to say. Brian Babel. Um, they found that the RACC, um, it, it may work hand in hand with our more um, feeling areas of the brain uh, emotional areas of the brain, like the amygdala, for uh, example. Good old amygdala. Good old amygdala. Um, and that actually helps us see that our glass is half full, even in the, in the face of like something that is high um, stakes. So that is harder. Uh, or when and challenging. 
So when we're in a really challenging situation, perhaps there's a lot of emotion where we might like jump to conclusions or react really impulsively. Right. Right. What this is helping us to do is think a little bit more versus react. Exactly. And also to achieve um, goals. So it's actually Uh, helping us kind of, as you had said, at the start, approach things mm -hmm. in order to achieve goals, even though those goals may be challenging, hard. So it's not about, again, being happy and upbeat. Oh, it's got to be great and wonderful <laughs> and positive. It, it, it's 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 about you know having the thoughts, a mindset, and approach to keep moving towards our goals. Moving movement. So along those lines, when we think about movement, it makes me think about our action question and what we're going to practice. Hold on. Practice it. <laughs> practice act. What am I saying? What? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Is hold that on. a word? Practice that again. Say it again. <laughs> I, I think I was saying practice and cultivate at the same time or something. I don't know. Practivate. <laughs> Practivate. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Practivate. Practice. <laughs> It's oh. hold on. I'm gonna like look this up and see if it's an actual word because if it's not, folks, 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 <laughs> you heard it here first. Practivate. Oh and, man! And it is the concept of practicing <laughs> and um, I think, cultivate. I think practice and cultivate. Maybe that's what I was thinking. I mean, we that's talked brilliant. about cultivating a optimistic mindset and then i was thinking about our action event which challenges us to practice and so i think somewhere between lack of sleep too much coffee and thoughts that is what just happened so we will practivate folks practivate and that is spelled p-r-o uh no it's not it's no. spelled <laughs> I love that. No. 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 P R A C T A V A T E. Maybe like P R A C T I V A T E. There you go. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's an I, mean, I in I there. Just, I feel like if I had just confidently used that word, we would have kept going and. No one would have questioned whether it was a word or not. Practivate, folks. Practivate. Anyway. What are action... you practivating? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't know, but I am stuck on this word. I'm gonna I'm gonna have it on all of our like Facebook and and like everywhere so that it gets added to our English like um like language. That would be awesome. I mean, they it. do add words every year, right? I mean, like extra virgin olive oil, when they start calling it EVOO, actually got added to the dictionary. So if that's in the dictionary, I feel kind of confident about Practivate. <laughs> I'll Practivate, it has to be added. Anyway, our action event to Practivate, Jamie? Yes. 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 
I'm so distracted by this new word. Okay. So maybe what we could do is think about a situation in our life where perhaps we're feeling kind of pessimistic. I need to stop now. Pessimistic. pessimistic about it. Yeah. And maybe we feel like, gosh, there's nothing I can do. I'm feeling hopeless and helpless, you know, maybe thinking about the world. I'm not going to go there. But anyway, maybe what we could think about is what is one small action we can take, whether that's like a physical action or kind of a mindset shift to be a bit more optimistic. So thinking about how can I approach this situation and actually do something about it. This is cool. This is really cool because it has really opened up my eyes to the whole concept of optimism. And we made a new word today. Well, isn't we exactly it's you who did it but I, you helped well i just <laughs> encouraged afterwards um i like this so having everyone think about a thing event that they are possibly feeling more pessimistic about and trying to think of something anything to kind of adjust the approach to it um that's more optimistic Hmm. yeah and it's actually making me think of a conversation that i had with some of my students earlier this week you know they had a really tough exam and i think a lot of them were questioning gosh like i failed this exam should i even be a speech language pathologist is this a sign that this is not the right field for me and you know, as we're talking about this right now, it's kind of making me think, well, that's more of that pessimistic mindset. I failed that exam. Okay. I should just give up now. Right. What we were talking about though is, okay, so you failed an exam. What can you do about that? Right. You can go talk with your instructor or your professor and help have them help you to understand what you got wrong. You can go back to your notes and study that material. And perhaps through that process, you'll actually understand that material better and more thoroughly than you did before you took that exam. Mm -hmm. And so instead of saying, I should just give up on this career because of one failed exam. Okay. It sucks for sure to fail an exam. Doesn't feel good. And I can learn from it And it can make me an even stronger student therapist moving forward. And practivate. Yeah. Yeah. You can practivate it. You can practivate anything, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Practivate. (laughs) This is going to be awesome. I'm using it daily. I don't know how, but I will every day try to insert the word practivate. Confidently. Confidently. Yes, yeah. confidently. I think that's the key. Yes. All right, folks. I think we have <laughs> had a lot 
here to be said. Um, so everyone um, be healthy and safe and practivate. Yes, and we will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Her child, I'm stronger, I see forever in my heart. Act to Live is sponsored by 3C Digital Media Network, LLC. Connect, communicate, and collaborate. That is the 3C way at 3CDigitalMediaNetwork.com. Thank you for walking with us on this journey of life. Act to Live is a place where we can observe everyday life, pose questions, and facilitate conversations together. Our hope is that by participating in this podcast and connecting with each other, we can all become the best versions of ourselves and learn from each other's stories and experiences. You can find us on acttolive.com, Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes, the Android podcast app, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you stream your podcasts. We've also just joined Patreon and YouTube, so be sure to check those out when you have some time. Thank you for listening and sharing time with us. And as always, come on, let's take a walk together. My dear will grow.